Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for some football talk? This is from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We'll tackle the personal and unheard stories of the players, coaches, and fans, and we'll score with the stories and headlines from this week in college and pro football. Now, here's Derek Kennard. Hey, welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, we just so happy to be back. All right, you know, we have some wonderful football this weekend, and we're talking about, man, Tebow. Tebow and the NFL had some um, some snot knockers all weekend long, and I love it, love it, love it. This time of the year is just amazing that we have uh, so many contenders and and uh, not many pretenders out there. So we are trying to knock out the pretenders and go with the with these winners. That uh, man, but looking at Tebow and the way this uh, game played out. Unbelievable that he pulled this thing out in the first play of overtime and with the new rules implied. Oh my goodness. See, you know, this is, uh, this is what made for TV and I love it, love it, love it. All right. Tebow and the Denver Broncos wound up winning the game that I never thought they could win from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, I just cannot believe. But, hey, I saw it with my own eyes. You got to see it with your own eyes to believe it, boy. But I tell you, I enjoyed it immensely. And I was, uh, I would be lying if I told you wrong that I was rooting for the underdog Tebow. Tebow has had so many naysayers that said he can't throw, he can't run, he's this, he's that. Man, this guy has more roadblocks in front of him than a, than a barricade. A, a, a cop got its whole street barricade at a at a at a New Orleans Mardi Gras. I tell you, he's, they just really got him boxed in the way they think he should be uh, a prototype NFL quarterback. He does not fit the prototype NFL quarterback. He fits the the likeness of a whole lot of former African-American quarterbacks that have been in the uh, collegiate ranks but was not allowed because that is not the prototype of what they want in the NFL. They want some throwers out there that are able to get the ball out. But T-Boy, he's proven some people wrong. He's been able to get that ball out. At critical times, and uh, you got to give the man credit where it's due. 
unbelievable victory that he pulled through against a really stingy defense and they had to respect the run that's what you uh the 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 fans and the people that has not been paying attention to Tebow and the and the Broncos you have to respect the run and Tebow will take off on you so that sucks up the the safeties that are back there and uh you know, Palomalo couldn't just sit back there and play uh, middle field and and, and 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 pick him off. He had to respect the run because this man can hurt you with his legs, and of course he did. He went out there and got a win, and um, boy, he sets the stage for this situation that's going down up in up in New England. How about this? This is going to be the New England deal with. Uh, I don't think Tebow can match up with. Tom Brady, but I tell you what, that defense is, uh, has become very stout, and if that defense is able to hold Tom Brady and those Pitts, uh, uh, New England Patriots down to 24 or under, I believe Denver stands a chance. Now, that sounds far-fetched to most people, but if you look at the matchups with the Pittsburgh I mean, no, no. The New England Patriots match up with the their offense match up with the Denver Broncos defense. It is a pretty close matchup, and <clears throat> you look at that and say, "Hey, man, they may stand a chance." So now this offensive game that they have with Denver on offense, hey, you got to look at the Denver. Denver's running game is coming around. Yeah, he can't put the ball on the ground anymore because, you know, Tom Brady will capitalize moving forward into this game. It's going to be a barn burner. If they're able to keep this ball game close, I mean, in the Denver Broncos, their defense able to keep this thing under 24 or under, I think Tebow stands a chance. So keep your eyes open. I believe this game is going to be on Saturday, and it's going to be a barn burner, and I can't wait till this one uh, develops and come to fruition with these two teams meeting up. And why nobody believed me. I told everybody, be careful with Tebow and the Denver Broncos because that Tebow time hit, there we go. This guy has been in some big-time ball games and the big-time uh, programs, and his kid has got the moxie about him. And, boy, I just uh, I just marvel at uh, this young man getting it done. All right, I'm going to move on forward and, um, and uh, talk about these New York Giants dominate the Falcons. There's not much else to be said other than, where in the heck did this running game come from? I mean, this is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of offense with this running game with the New York football giants. They continuously t- turn it on and off far as the running game. When I say that turning on and off, they have had some injuries. I understand that, but on a consistent basis for week in, week out, we need to see this offense perform at a high octane level in order for them to face up the likes of a Green Bay Packers because it's going to be a a tough one with the Green Bay Packers coming up. Boy, I tell you, it ain't going to be no joke with with uh with Green Bay or or, or uh, coming in uh, coming into play and I you know, you're just going to have to 
they just going to really have to get this thing together and uh get it right or make it tight or it's going to be a it's going to be a, a, a snot knocker there uh up in green bay now see i'm not sure which one one of them two heads going to show up come sunday so we'll see how this thing plays out with the New York football giants. Now, all right, we have the Saints ready for, uh, for the 49ers. Now, the Saints don't play well in that sloppy, wet, nasty stadium they have in the, with the 49ers. So, you know, I take the Saints if we was at a neutral site and or the Superdome, but the 49ers got them down there in that pig slop that they have there in Candlestick Park or whatever the name of that new stadium is. That that place is uh, very slippery if you, you got to have on the right foot gear in order to function well if you want to use your quickness and or stay on, keep you stay on your feet. That is going to be the problem with the New Orleans Saints keep staying on their feet, able to stay on the blocks, as well as keeping your footing. So they're going to have to make their, their shoe adjustments to function in that, uh, in that, that region of the country is wet. So you have to understand when you're outside there in Northern California, Bay Area, it's going to be wet this time of the year and they have nothing but, uh, that, uh, that rainy type of uh, fog type weather that uh, just keeps the grass moist and keeps the soil moist. So you have that moisture <laughs> just everywhere out there. So, hey, you know, I'm concerned about the Saints. Um, I'm really concerned, but I still, offensively speaking, I'm pick- picking the Saints. And but the 49ers got that defense and, and that uh that creates a lot of turnovers. So that's, you know, this time of the year, turnovers are key. You fumble the ball or put the ball on the ground and or give up some picks. Now, yeah, you, this is that time of the year where they will make you pay and it's hard to get them points back because there is no sunshine when she's gone. That's right, baby. All right. Lions, uh, taking, uh, badly, uh, some baby steps, uh, despite the loss. And, uh, you know, that's the thing. The, the, the Lions, uh, made it to the playoffs for the first time in a long time. And it's about time that they, that they made it. But they got to take some, some good news about this is that they, uh, they, they, they're taking baby steps. They made it to the playoffs. Now, this put that, what's that appetite and put that taste in their mouth to where they want more next year and, and moving forward to the future. They are able to capitalize on some of the mistakes that they made this past year with the penalties and, unsportsmanlike conducts and and just uh, uh just really not uh not getting those stupid penalties to put themselves in bad positions and are making those key mistakes by putting the ball on the ground so they got to take the positives and, uh, and and turn that thing around and fuel their future for uh making the playoffs and saying hey let's take some of this bad stuff and turn it good and say you know we're going to we're going to capitalize on some of the mistakes that other teams make, and we're going to minimize ours 
by not making those type of mistakes, by maturing our team and uh, and uh, growing from these mistakes. That's the way to go with that uh, in in um, the Motor City. All right. Uh, other news that we have today, we have that uh, Bill Parcells is being considered as one of the finalists in the uh, HOF, the Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame coming up here. So, you know, this uh, this happens when when the Super Bowl occurs. They they have these finalists that they are getting ready to pick to enter the Hall of Fame for the big Hall of Fame game that they have in the preseason. So that's what's on the horizon. And, boy, I tell you, man, that's just just whets your appetite on what's to come later on in this coming up season. And, folks, don't forget, in about 16 minutes, you got that BCS football game. And I'm telling you, I wanna wanna talk about that not in the next segment, but you gotta keep that on on your mind because we got some we got some snot knocking football about to occur down in in that SEC in the Superdome. It's about to go down with LSU playing Alabama. So keep your eyes open on that uh, on the ESPN channel and make sure you keep keep you keep the score ready to roll so I can keep you uh, keep everybody informed. We have uh when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the did the lockout hurt the NFL players uh with the lockout with all the injuries or and, and how does that uh, parallel with what's going on with the NBA and their lockout? We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back, and we're going to talk about them issues right when we get back, baby. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. If you want to talk about the East Coast sports scene, particularly from the Southeast, make sure you tune in to the Jeff Owen Show every Tuesday. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the other teams and news that's out there, but host Jeff Owens and co-host Tasha Humphrey know the inside and out of the Georgia college sports world, and they were born there, raised there, and still live the scene. We'll talk about every sport imaginable. Tune in on Tuesday at 7 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. in the West, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. On the Voice America Sports Channel, the talk doesn't get any hotter. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football airs Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. 
your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Hey, I had a burning issue that I left you with. It's about the NFL and how they have this lockout that uh, locked out all the players from their OTAs. That's their offseason uh, training uh, deals that they have to do every offseason. And uh, it kept the players away and uh, did not allow the players to come to the facilities and or, you know, just to uh, co-mingle with the uh with management as well as the entire NFL regime. So what what incur, uh, occurs during these the lockout uh what occurs in the, behind the curtain of 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 the off season of the NFL players is they have many camps and they have uh uh off season training uh, uh deals that they have with uh, the quarterbacks are throwing to the receivers. The DBs are working out with them by by lining up and and covering. They're they're getting better. They're they're developing some of the players that was on the the practice squad. And then you have uh, draft picks that were picked. They're coming in to learn the plays and or learn the the uh, uh, techniques of what the uh, the coaches are teaching, as well as <clears throat> a work. Ethic that is uh, uh, it's a pretty uh, regimented uh, routine that they have uh, that usually goes a couple of times a day and uh, during the course of the off season and and all this stuff was uh, kept away from the players while being going through the lockout and that that hindered in my mind it hindered the players because we had a substantial amount of injuries that occurred this year with the players out there uh you know you look at a guy like adrian peterson that uh tore his acl you look at all the ankle springs and and the things that occurred to a number of players that uh, that wound up missing a great deal of time and uh, and, uh, and then you parallel that with the lockout with the NFL players that you have Kobe that is just really, really tore the tendon off of his wrist. And he's still out there trying to throw the ball in the, in the basket, but he's having one heck of a time with it. And he's had some slumps this early, uh, early season. He's had some slumps with that bad wrist and. Of course, his ankle's been bothering him. His knee is bothering him. He's got a number of ailments. But, you know, uh, guys are, are paid to keep themselves in shape and condition as, you know, we didn't have all these amenities uh, that they have available to them now back in my day. Now, we had a little uh, late in my career. They started the OTAs as, as well as uh almost a year round football but we had a little time still where we can go take a little time with the family now these guys don't have that that luxury anymore they have to be, stay on point 
Larry Fitzgerald, he uh, he just takes sabbaticals and leave when he gets ready. But he also has the capacity to get back in and 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 and, and contribute during the off season with a, a little time here and there. Because uh, Larry Fitzgerald, he he goes abroad and he's uh, keeps himself physically fit and uh, it, it uh, allows him to uh, get some time off. Because they they weigh heavily on him offensively on that Cardinals offense. Now, moving forward, we have O'Brien leaving Pittsburgh, uh, uh, no, the Patriots to, uh, coach Penn State, but he is staying. Don't get it twisted. He is staying for the Patriots. You know, the Patriots, uh, may be the favorites right now, uh, you know, with Green Bay standing in the way, of course. Uh, uh, they may be the, one of the top two teams going to the, to the Super Bowl. So I'm sure O'Brien is not leaving this soon to go to Pitt, uh, to the, to go Penn State to coach while he has the still in control of the offensive coordinating position with the uh, Patriots. So he uh, does the news flash. They just brought in his old buddy uh, uh, all the way in from what, what was he? We was with the Denver Broncos and uh, McDaniels was, was let go by the Broncos. And of course, uh, uh, now they're bringing him in back as an offensive coordinator to replace O'Brien, and now they're going to have to coexist throughout this playoffs because uh, uh, McDaniel's is uh, coming in to fill his spot once he leaves to go on to Penn State. So that's gonna, that's a little awkward deal, but you know, hey, uh, the, 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 this is what goes down in the in the football world and the business of football. They got to take care of that stuff and. And um, I tell you, man, that, that what an awkward situation. I I don't uh, I don't um, I wouldn't like it to have somebody over my shoulder telling me or or, or just uh, just hanging over my shoulder. If you want to sit here silently, you know, put put a muzzle on or something. But uh, uh, until I until you you know, just man, get out the way. You know, just don't, don't, don't get too far into my, into my area. That's, that's, <laughs> to each his own though, but that's how it rolls. All right. NFL ex players seek to unify concussion suits. And this has been, been going on for the past few months. And I did, uh, 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 we have a few guys that have signed up for this. Uh, and, uh, it's a big lawsuit. Uh, seven former players filed the first such uh, lawsuit last summer in Philadelphia, where a similar lawsuit filed Monday seeks more than five million for more than a hundred ex-players. Other lawsuits are pending, expected in California, Florida, New York, and elsewhere. Said Lawrence So Wise, who's involved in the first lawsuit. So, this is uh, something that's ongoing with the NFL. We got uh, a number of these. Uh, uh, lawsuits that are coming out because of the uh, the NFL concussion uh, uh, deals that are, that have occurred throughout most of these players' careers. So I know I have a few, and uh, we're not gonna go there right now. All right, brother of cowboy shot in uh, in New York, and um, man, he was shot in the New York streets, and uh, he clings to life. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that of the young man. I, I have no idea. Uh, they're not saying who it who it was. Uh, 
know whose brother it was, but uh, you know our prayers go out to the young man to, to uh, for a speedy recovery. I hope he make it through this because right now it's the most critical time. So hopefully this young uh, young man pulls through. All right, FedEx. Uh, FedEx Player of the Year, as uh, far as the quarterbacks are concerned, uh, for the running is uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers. And running backs is uh, Andrew Jones, Drew, and uh, McCoy from the from the Eagles, and Rice from the Baltimore Ravens. So. That, those are the potential FedEx players of the years that are on the ballot right now. We, it's going to be interesting to see who wins that. And, uh, man, what a tough race uh, with that with Tom Brady. Drew Brees had a fantastic year, and Aaron Rodgers is off the charts. And uh, Andrew Jones Drew is just, uh, he was unbelievable. 1,400 yards this past year. Good Lord, man. I wouldn't want that job of choosing one of those players as one of my FedEx players of the year. Are you kidding me? That is a tough task there. Man, uh, coming up, we got some playoff stuff that is about to take shape. Now, uh, I just can't not. Uh, let's see. What do, what do we have left for the playoffs that just that just just stands out for you. I I believe San Francisco and the Saints is going to be a, a close game. Now, with that said, you gotta you gotta keep in mind that Nolans is playing in that mud now. Uh, that's going that's what's going to make it interesting. And then you have. Oh, my goodness. You have, let's see, Denver at New England. Um, you know, everybody gives a nod so easily to New England, but if Denver Broncos are able to keep New England Patriots under 24 points, watch out for the Tebow zone. Tebow. Oh, I'm loving that when they do that. Boy, that just really excites me. Here we have the New York Giants. The game of the weekend is going to be the Giants versus the, the Packers. Now, this is going to be the game. This is what I call a bloodbath. It's going to be nasty and, and a snot knocker when you have the Giants face Green Bay. You got to watch out for this one. And my nod is going to have to go whoo, to the Green Bay Packers. And why? Because, you know, the Green Bay's at home, one, two. You have the Giants. I don't know which one of them going to show up. Is it the little ones that don't come with the running game, or is it the big boys that show up with them big two running backs that just runs over people and just knock, knock everybody to the ground? I like that style, but... There's such a health of Skelter. I don't know which one of those two teams going to show up. So I want to see. I'm from the show me state. Show me that you're going to do the right thing. All right. We want to take a tic-tac and bring it right back. And we're going to talk about them LSU Tigers playing Bama coming up next, baby. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time. 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one. Until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel, tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time Noon Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. Oh, my goodness. We got a big-time game about to go down here at the Superdome with LSU Tigers facing the Bama Tide, Roll Tides. Well, you know, uh, this is like a home court advantage, home field advantage for the uh, LSU Tigers having, the, having this uh the, the BCS bowl game right there in Nolens and, and, uh, to, to, to bring Bama down. They just down the street. There's not too far down the road that they had to ride a bus down. It's just not down. It, you know, it's just very, uh, close approximation of those two teams. But you talking about gumbo or, or some, or some, or some uh, barbecue when you're talking about these <laughs> these two. What are you picking? I'm picking some gumbo. Now, why do I pick the gumbo? It's it's a, a very fairly simple to me. If you take the LSU Tigers offense and you respect the passing game of of Jefferson, the quarterback, and also the speed of those receivers. Now. 
Here's the X factor. That man put the ball, pulling the ball down and start using his legs. He is phenomenal at running the ball. He's the X factor in this whole deal. And this is what hurts Alabama. Now, they have to respect the pass because the man has an extremely strong arm and is very accurate with the ball. Now, you turn it around and pull that ball down and start running with it. Now, he poses other problems for the defense by with his legs. <clears throat> his legs are tremendously uh He's uh, r- runs a 4-3 in the 40. The man is 6'5", uh, 235 pounds, and he puts it down when he's, uh, when he's running that ball. So, man, you talking about a heck of a talent uh, with this young kid. So, I'm looking forward to one heck of a game. And uh, this game should be just about on its way uh, right about now. And uh, this is the number one team facing number two, Alabama. LSU number one with Alabama number two. And what a stage set for this uh for this game here. And, uh, you know, I've given you my pick. I picked the LSU Tigers because of that offense. But what can the Alabama Tide do to to, to to switch things over for, to their uh, favor, you want to talk about keeping the ball away from the LSU offense by way of running the ball. How do you do that? They got this running back that is pretty awesome on the offensive end with Alabama, and he has to not put the ball on the ground, and he's going to have to continue to churn and get those first downs. So if he's able to do that, he, the, they stand a chance to win this ball game and it keeps the game close. So we'll see if the, the road tie can keep the ball away from that offense of, of the LSU Tigers and Jefferson. If he could do that, they're going to do just fine. Now, speaking of those LSU Tigers, we had a situation that occurred with, uh, a safety, uh, down in, down in Louisiana. He is one of the top safeties in the country coming out of high school. And, uh, at the ball game this weekend, when a high school all-star ball game, he, uh, was asked by a reporter, which team you gonna pick? And of course he has these two teams on his top list to go to school at and his entire family is from the Louisiana area, and this young man disappoints his mama and says, I'm a roll tide road. His, you should have seen the look on his mama's face when she, when he announced that he's going to be a roll, t- uh, uh, going to the Alabama. His mama just uh, said, this man is going to be a tiger. Go Tigers, go. I said, oh, my goodness. He got some turmoil in the house right now with him and his mama. And mama, you know, mama knows best. But, you know, this man, as I look at my kid going to college, I said, look at here. You got to live it. You got to love it. And you got to embrace this entire university and the student body. It's you the one got to be there, not me. So if that's where you want to go, you're going to you're going to be the one to live with it, not me, big fella. So when if things go astray or go wrong, it wasn't daddy's fault or mama's fault. This was your decision, son. This is a but I would like uh, but I do put my two cents in and say, but I would like to see you go this way. But uh, if that's what you want and you feel in your heart, son, there you go. 
you have added some, but you better live it and love it and, uh, and put nothing else above it because that's the way it is. So, all right. Did the BCS people get this uh, right with the computers? Nest LSU number one and Bama and Bama number two. I think it was uh, they did. Yes, I think they got it right this time, and uh, it was awesome matchups with these two. They had a, a heck of a heck of a game earlier this year, back it was it November fifth, and uh, I I just. Uh, it's unbelievable. So I'm glad they, I'm glad they playing again. But and so happened to be from the same division, and in that, that SEC. So this is going to be an excellent matchup. I want to see what the heck is going on here uh, with uh, the game right now by doing my own little checkup and find out what the heck is going on with this live check in with this game and. I got nothing for you right now, and uh, 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 the game is on its way, and we should see some uh, some results here shortly as they move along with this uh, with this game. All right, <clears throat> attendance at domes has been uh, down this year, that been, and uh, experts say that it's because of the economy uh, and, and and the downward turn of our economy. So, you know, hopefully that. Uh, uh, the economy could bounce back and we could show more supports at these ball or bowl games. But, you know, I'm really, really rooting for them to do a playoff system and then, uh, then you can tear off these games uh, and, uh, and, and, and pare down these, all these 35 bowl games. Good Lord. I, I'm about bowl gamed out going into this one, man. This has got to be the last one. This is, uh, uh absolutely January 9th. Come on, man. The last game usually used to be when I was coming up was, uh, January 1st was the last game and, uh, you're talking about the Rose Bowl. That's it. That was over. It's a wrap. Now, Godfather of them all is, uh, Grandfather of them all is, uh, is, uh, pushed back. It's still close to the New Year's, but man, it's just not the same. All right. Let's, uh, look at what we have here. I don't see a score posted yet. And there's the, it's there in the first quarter. 9.43 left there in the first quarter. So the game is on the way. I don't have any, uh, chitter chatter, pitter patter to tell you anything about it other than, uh, uh, right now the score is 0-0 in the first quarter and, uh, 9.43 left in the first quarter. So that's all I got for you on the, on that front. <clears throat> now, Moving forward, I want to ask y'all, if we have any callers who want to call in, please call in at 888-346-9144. And I want to know, will USC be ranked in the top 10 beginning next year? Now with Matt Barkley and you have also uh, uh, TJ McDonald coming back in. All the, the, almost the entire defense except for a few guys that's leaking out and our starting left tackle is leaving. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I say yes. I think they're going to be in the top 10 easily, but we'll see how this thing shake out. And, uh, uh, as the, 
as these schedules just unfolded this past weekend where the schedules came out and then now uh, the rankings should be coming out in, uh, later on this uh, this spring. So we'll see how that thing shake out. All right. We are going to uh, uh, talk about some more of this BS, BCS picks and and uh, some some of your favorites and, and also who's going to stay with the Cardinals and who is going to go. Is the Cardinals going to pay that Big payout to Cobb in March and uh, uh, pursue another quarterback, or they going to keep the big fella? I want to know your thoughts on that when we come back after these messages. Come on back and join me, baby. <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Spin it with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin it old school, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds barred they need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on i just, I just think that the coach made a mistake oh, crazy <laughs> nfl mlb nba nhl speak up speak up or forever hold your mouth we ain't playing around here voice america sports You are listening to From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. We want to hear from you now. Call in with your comments, questions, or whatever to 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or shoot us an email to dk7drey at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back from Under the Helmet. And, boy, I, 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 I sure did get some... Um, 
some blow-ups during that break about Tebow for for uh, MVP of the entire NFL. I wouldn't go that far. And y'all need to hold your horses down there in Denver. Uh, <laughs> boy, I tell you, boy, there's a lot of folks jumping on that Tebow bandwagon. But, you know, <clears throat> I've been drinking a little bit of that Tebow Kool-Aid myself. And uh, it's been tasted mighty good when him uh, getting putting together all these victories that uh, that he's done in these past uh, these past couple of months boy I tell you it's really really uh, been refreshing to see a, a, a quarterback uh, put the put things together and trying to turn this uh, this program around and he's done just that uh, despite he may not win another game this uh, this uh, uh, playoff season but uh he he's got a bright future ahead of him and hopefully they get some of them people in there to work with him such as mr john elway go get uh you might have to put some pads on go out there and help them help my man uh, throw the ball around the horn a little bit and see if he can get his you know work some of his mechanics out and get that ball out accurately as uh by way of his footwork and uh and uh squaring up his shoulders all that good stuff that his quarterbacks do to get uh to get it right and make it tight that's what i'm talking about baby all right <clears throat> I've mentioned to you that uh, my BCS picked uh, for the today's game is the LSU Tigers and why. Um, the X factor is um, Mr. Jefferson, and with him being that X factor with uh, LSU, I don't see uh, any other reason why that uh, Bama was, will uh, will win other than. Uh, they put the ball on the ground. If they put the ball on the ground, Bama's going to capitalize because these teams are closely have uh, closely matched up. And uh, with Jefferson being the X factor, he is the key to LSU winning this ball game because he gonna, he's going to keep that defense honest, and that's <clears throat> that's the difference maker for LSU and why they get the nod. Then uh, so when you take those things into factor uh with him being the X factor, you have to understand that I'm respecting him running the ball uh opposed to throwing it is uh and his and he has a he is a tremendous threat to run uh as well as to pass the ball. So the young man is a double threat. He got something to contend with. We'll see how this thing uh pans out when they get uh when they put this thing together. There's seven minutes left in the ball game, uh not the ball game, but the first quarter. The score is still zero zero. So they there's uh plenty of time for things to uh get uh crack a lacking out there uh, in the superdome just where the Nolan Saints was just playing that, ain't that something? Boy, they got a lot of money generating up in that area this weekend. Boy, I tell you what, and this Tyrone Mathieu, his kid is, uh, he is probably the best player on the field. Uh, uh, most scouts tell me that from, from my inside source that, uh, Tyrone Mathieu is, uh, probably better than Mr. Peterson that we picked up here with the Arizona Cardinals that has made the Pro Bowl. They say this young man is the truth, and I'm going to be watching him extremely closely tonight to make sure that uh, the, the, that this, the critics are correct when they talk about this man being rangy and, and, and able to be a, such a ball hawk. Uh, that he has the capabilities of turning a ball game around, such as a Mr. Peterson that we have here in the Arizona Cardinals. 
Now, uh, that's, uh, that's some high praise coming, coming in here to, uh, put, to put him up against his former teammate that's already here in the NFL. And he's, uh, they're putting him up against him like that. That's some high praise. So I want to see that to come to fruition by, by him when he makes his crossover, uh, from the collegiate ranks and then into the NFL. So we'll see how that, how that maps out. All right. We have the, Arizona Cardinals have a dilemma this year with uh, Skelton as the quarterback. Uh, he put up some really nice numbers this year, and and I've had uh, I've had some mail come in this week, some emails and some blogs come in about are they going to keep Skelton? Are they going to make that pay that big payout? To, uh, Cobb. Cobb got a, a substantial amount of money coming to him in March. That is about $17 million. He's already been given a $20 million bonus this fall to come in and play, uh, as a signing bonus. And then he got another 3.5 to play during the season. And then now he's in March. He's going to get another, uh, $17 million to, uh, to come in and work out and have a good time with the fellas. And, you know, um, I've, I, I know he's that's an awful lot of money and uh, uh, they're talking about bringing in another quarterback and or keeping Skelton as the number one and bringing somebody else in that doesn't have such a hefty uh, price tag on it uh, but on the other hand you know as business moves have been made already you have given up so much to uh, up, uh, to obtain Cobb uh, it is uh, it's uh, it's a I'm not sure if they're going to let him go or not. But if I was a betting man, I'll say the Cardinals do not want to depart with that $17 million knowing that Skelton put up better numbers as a backup to his starter. Now, that's, that's, that is, uh, uh, that's alarming. You have to pay attention to this. Are you going to pay that man all that money when you got your backup putting up better numbers than your starter? Um, this, uh, that, that gives you some pause to think about Mr. Skelton as your starter coming into the 2012 NFL season. You gotta look at Skelton. Skelton is, uh, came through at the end with some, uh, with some close victories and, and, and brung this uh, team from, uh, a one and six to a, a eight and eight season. Um, and you didn't get much play out of, uh, uh, Mr. Cobb after Skelton came in here and, uh, put some, put some wins together. And I, I got to take my hat off to the man. He, you know, we was faced with a one and six record, uh, here in Arizona. And then now this man comes in here and puts up some really decent numbers. And that is much better than the quarterback we went out and paid all that money to. Oh man, I just, uh, just, it just chafes my hide that you gave up all that to get this young man and then, uh, uh, things just didn't work out. But, you know, if I was a bad man, I'll let you, uh, tell you right now that I think these are gonna. So we will see how this thing's gonna pan out. And it, you better believe me, it's gonna pan out so in, uh, in March when that, when that deadline gets close. You better believe there's some, some tough decisions about to be made uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. All right, the Pro Bowl is uh, is it a waste of time or is it just a vacation for these players? You know, I know the Pro Bowl is coming up, and I see uh, 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 I've been an alternate four times in my career, and I've never. 
uh, really see the co- the players come out to play, uh, play really hard. So, you know, it's, uh, I like to go out, I'm, when I go out and see a ball game, I'm, I'm gonna see a ball game, but, uh, the, you know, it's just the pageantry of it and, uh, I don't see no other need other, of it than to, other, otherwise just the pageantry of all the best players in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, NFL. That's what it's all about. And, and, uh, you know, yeah, it, it's nothing more than the pageantry. So, um, I, I've had that question asked, so I had to bring that to the forefront. So to let our listeners know that my thoughts, what my thoughts are. So, all right. We, uh, next week we have the MLK weekend, so my, uh, my show will be bumped, uh, uh, and I will not be back next week, but we will be back the following, uh, Monday, and we'll get caught up on all the previous games that occurred this week, and man, you know, uh, once again, I want to tell everybody that we do have the the Saints going to the 49ers and they have a story history and past of being in that that uh, NFC uh, NFC South uh, back in the day and now you know, they've had divided them to the West and the South uh, with the Niners being in the West and the, of course the Saints in the South so now they are together again through a playoff run and they're going to meet in that slop that they call Candlestick or I believe they call it something else now but it, they're going to have the game this weekend boy and uh, and, uh, uh, and I'm taking the Saints so uh, in that slop, I know they're going to be hindered by that stuff, but hey, they're going to have to make some some adjustments, and I think they could do it. All right. Now, with that said, you know we got some uh, we got some other games that is just that's just uh, gnawing at my and just gnawing at me here coming up this weekend with Houston uh, with the Houston playing. The Baltimore Ravens, I think the Baltimore Ra- uh, Ravens is going to win that ball game on Sunday. And then, of course, Denver and New England. I'm picking uh, New England at home. And uh, But if, uh, if the Denver Broncos are able to keep it close, they stand a chance if they can keep them under 24. And the New York Giants going to Green Bay. I'm picking Green Bay to take that win right off the bat. No hesitation, baby. You better believe it. All right. We're going to bring you back next, uh, not next week, but the following week after that MLK weekend, and we're going to talk some more football. Boy, this is going to be the home stretch getting ready for that Super Bowl. Well, I'll see y'all next time. Thank y'all for coming out. You're here. All right. Thanks for joining us for From Under the Helmet. Derek Kennard will be back next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel for another look at college and pro football from under the helmet. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 